Hello, and welcome to the Renick Centre podcast. Today we speak to David Brady, CEO of Hear For You, an organisation created to support teenagers who are deaf or hard of hearing. David speaks with us about the importance of mentoring and supporting deaf teenagers. We hope you enjoy. Hello, and welcome to today's Renick Centre podcast. My name's Trudy Smith, and today I'm joined by David Brady. Dave, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, please? Hi, thank you very much, Trudy. Um, great to join you. Um, yes, um, I'm actually a CEO here for you. And uh, I actually, about myself, very briefly, I was born in Armidale, north of New South Wales, beautiful part of the world. Uh, I've actually was um, diagnosed with a hearing loss when I was about 10 months old, found that I had a hearing loss um, since birth. Um, my mother contracted rubella in pregnancy. And um, basically, my hearing is, um, I call it 95, 96 decibels in loss last year. So that, on a scale, is the cause of it, found hearing loss. Um, I actually grew up in Armidale and went to mainstream schooling because my mum did do some work with the RIDBC and various centres, but she homeschooled me in hearing and speaking. Her best claim for me is I went to school in nappies when I was one years old. <laughs> I didn't know that about you. <laughs> I had 18 years of education, unfortunately for myself, but <laughs> fortunately for uh, my communications, it helped me there. Uh, so I did go to Armadale City Public School and Armadale High, and I was a first deaf student to graduate from year 12. And then I went to university and a first deaf student from New England, uh, North Armadale, to finish uni. And now I've been doing all of this. Now I'm um, two jobs and then I'm the over here for you. Fantastic. What is so unique about Here For You? Here For You is a place where deaf teenagers, deaf and hard of hearing teenagers can interact with other deaf and hard of hearing teenagers, but more importantly, meet and interact with role models um, who are young deaf adults uh, who've been there, they've done it, and most importantly, they get it. Sure. And is it just about mentoring at Here For You? Mentoring is pretty much most of it, but mm-hmm. we also have a lot of fun. Uh, the fun bit is exploring yourself. It's making new friends. I mean, uh, the most interesting thing was that most deaf teenagers uh, who come to the Hear For You programs uh, find, uh, find out new other deaf people just like them. Uh, for example, uh, a young young boy, he came in to hear for you and he totally anti-hearing aid, anti-cochlears and he said, I hate these. And um, he was really um, challenged in some ways um, and because he really didn't like it because he was the only one in his family of five siblings and he was the deaf one, so he felt left out. Uh, and when he went to hear for you, kicking the screaming, his father carried him in. To his <laughs> uh, it was a bribe because he was meant to go to Luna Park. Yeah, went to hear for you. <laughs> I was a little bit uh, like, did he get to Luna Park ever? <laughs> no, Luna Park was a great ride. Um, and uh, after the first session, um, his parents contacted us and said, my son had a great day. And we're like, oh, why? They said, finally, I met some people who got it. And now they're, thanks to social media, social media, their Facebook friends uh, with other peers. Uh, they're now, this is five years ago. So now they're, they're heading off to university and uh, you know, they've got a little support network and great friendships for life. Uh, it's not just 
for life as an of deaf friends, but also it's a support network they can use when they go to the mainstream, uh, their community friends. So sure. One of the one of the small benefits of here for you. So. Yeah. It's, uh, that's that's something that really is very powerful, and it's also something that the reason why we found it here for you back in 2008 was to allow that opportunity to happen because there wasn't really that many opportunities for those, especially for those uh, deaf or hard of hearing students who um, rely on speech and their devices and they usually find themselves the only ones in their school. So 95% of school students who are deaf or hard of hearing are the only child in their year or in their school. And that is compounded by the fact that 95% of them come from families who have no experience of hearing loss except for maybe grandma, grandpa, you just never know. Sure. So is that why, we, should we be encouraging all deaf teenagers to be part of a mentoring program? I think the word is yes, you should, because you know what, um, you might think that you got it all, but I'll tell you, ask yourself this question. Do you know any support networks out there if things go wrong? Have you ever had the opportunity to ask that question of how do I date someone if I've got a cochlear implant? Um, how do I get a career? Um, I know most kids say, yep, I'm doing well at school, I will get a career. But I'll tell you something, that the outside world is not very friendly. There's a lot of challenges. We might think that we're getting a more open world, but there are still a lot of challenges. The average young deaf adult and even adult trying to get a job that actually is four or five times more likely they'll struggle to get an interview than their mainstream peers on the same qualification and training they have with their peers. If they had a support network, what we do with here for you is we look at those things and we talk about things like what opportunity tactics. You get the opportunity to hear from someone who's been down that path and you can do the best you can to give yourself the best opportunity to avoid that and also realise potential. You can have, we have a great example where we had a young girl, she was A plus student every year until year 10. Her parents dragged her to hear for you. She said, no, I'm fine, I'll get all the, get, I'll, be, I'll be the top student, I'll get a job and all that. Her father is a top, top level surgeon, uh, doesn't really matter what sort of uh, impression he got. The first thing um, he said to me is, my daughter's an A-grade student, but she has no social skills or she has no opportunity to socialise. They never had an opportunity to have, like I say to every deaf teenager out there, when's the last time you've been invited to a party? When's yeah. the last time you were involved with a Facebook group? When's the last time they, you were in a playground and they looked at you and they listened to you and they get you? When was the last time that you actually felt like you actually have a genuine friend? If you if you answer is no to all of them, you come to us. And going back to that A-level student, she came out of a one here for you program and she started getting C and Bs. Now, I know it's not a good thing for all parents out there. <laughs> but I can tell you what, her father, her parents are so happy because her daughter is engaging with peers of her age. Again, she's I would be involved in a Facebook group. She's a happier person. She feels more confident. confident. She, she, like, she's in year 12 now. She's already back at the A-level student. She, she'll get it back, but more importantly, she's got a social network. She knows how to have friends. She's got a boyfriend, girlfriends, uh, all those people around her. So 
these are things we need to think about and ask yourself that question. So it's really about the whole person rather than just being strong academically or strong socially. It's about supporting that whole student. And that's why we call our programs like Goals and Skills. Um, and this is why it's not about, you might have a, a weakness in, you know, even just saying hello to somebody, a stranger, because she's not confident that you can hear them very well. Um, there, are, there are a lot of little things uh, out there that you might want to pick it. You know what? Even if you think you have it and get it, we'd love you to come anyway because you can help another teenager. And sure. that is really important as well. Absolutely. Those shared stories, I think, really add value. So are there, are there set programs that people can do and hear for you or is it come in and we will find the right place for you? How does it work? Uh, that's a good question. We actually do some offerings. Uh, we call it workshops. We don't like calling program programs. We program our hearing every day. Uh, we go to the audiologist if you want to fix your program. And, uh, we call them workshops or sessions. Uh, usually we start the year six session. It'll be a one afternoon uh, for parents and their year six uh, ready to be go to high school. We'll talk about preparing for high school. That's coming up in uh, October, November in Sydney and Brisbane. Um, maybe one in Melbourne, um, and then that will talk about you know what to look for, how to work through, um, prepare for high school. Because when you come from primary school to high school, you start from primary school. You've got one or two classrooms. You've got one or two teachers. Fantastic. When you go to high school, the first day will be a nightmare. You will have five to six different teachers. You have to five or six different classes to navigate, and you'll have to be a leader from day one, and every deaf child um, has to be a leader on year seven, day one, um, unlike their peers. So that's what primary to secondary program is all about. The Rock My World is a specialised, it's a fun bit, it's where we have a lot of fun, it's about individual activities. So Rock My World, we do filmmaking, which we're doing a filmmaking competition at the moment. We've also have um, things like uh, Talent-wise, uh, which is a career development workshop, but it's not careers that you think it's like in careers, it's actually talking about the next generation career. So we actually bring in some of the best um, technology industry startup coding. If you're a coder, yeah, for you, uh, UX designing, um, people, people partners. Uh, there's all sorts of uh, new jobs. So we explore that, and that way you'll be informed better when you're in school to what sort of subject you want to choose and what sort of direction. Because we know that five years from now, the, the jobs that your mum and dad do won't exist. Please don't tell your parents. <laughs> Break their hearts. <laughs> uh, and then we do other activities, Rock My World. So it could be, um, um, we do treetops and leadership, um, escape room. They're just a bit of social things, give you an opportunity to mix in with your peers and maybe get some mentoring on site. Then we have a Life Goals and Skills program. So there's two types. One called Life Goals Skills Metro. The Metro is for Sydney, Brisbane and Melbourne. Um, it's where you have four days uh, over three months or maybe two months. And it's an opportunity to do a session with a mentor in age group like year seven, eight, nine, ten, in your age. And you go for a life goal skills plan, um, which I'll bring that up in a second. That's the other one is called life goal skills blast. Now the blast is one weekend we bring in the mentors like the mining industry to fly in and they give you all the best and they fly out absolutely amazing. So you have a great weekend. We go to places like Tamworth, Toowoomba, 
Townsville, Rocky, so Rockhampton, um, Melbourne, uh, Shepparton, all different places around Australia keep an eye out. And that is two days intensive. And instead of four days, we do two days. And it's designed for the rural regional. And we found out that it was far better for us to come to you. Mm-hmm. You can work and meet peers and parents and friends in your area. And that way, instead of having to come to Sydney and your best, um, you made a new friend here for you and they're on another side of the world, they could be within one or two hours away in your local area. So you've got that network um, that you can use. And we'll come back if you like us. We will come back. <laughs> Just have to invite us. So those programs are actually designed also for the National Disability Insurance Scheme to help teenagers and parents um, and guardians, of course, to feel that uh, they can do a plan. Because I can tell you right there, right now, the number one problem and the number one challenge we have for everybody is designing your plan. So when the NDIS planner asks you the question, what do you want to do? We give you an opportunity for you as a teenager to work out your own plan, to work out what you want to do, what you're thinking, and you're working with the experts. So you're working with your peers, You'll get ideas, you'll bounce them off each other. A mentor will also give you the ideas. For your parents, this is a great opportunity for your teenagers to be learning about independence. So, because when they're 18, they have to meet the planners themselves. They have to do their plan. They have to be assertive. They have to go and tell um, NDIS, other people, to give them support or to stand up for themselves. So it's not a academical thing. It's just basically looking at your life, making your choices and working out with people who get it. Sounds amazing. And I've been aware of your program for a long time and an advocate and think it's fabulous, which is why we've brought you along today. We will put your website on the show notes so that people can find information. Is there anything else that you want to share about uh, final thoughts for parents or students who are wondering about whether they should come along to hear for you? Is there any final message that you've got for them? Well, I can say this. Um, we do have other offerings. We are working towards online. So we do have a very active Facebook group. So for parents of teenagers um, and they're connecting with other parents, parents and guardians um, for our life goal skills workshops, we actually have a parent session. That will give uh, parents and guardians a great opportunity to network and connect with other parents. And like, for example, you might be graduates of the RADBC schools 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, be nice to meet again a decade later have a cup of coffee. Or a Absolutely. Share uh, stories. That is, that is what it is. The other thing is we're also, we have a Minecraft game, which we actually work for the League of Heroes. It is open to any deaf or hard of hearing um, person, a teenager, uh, and also if you're 10 years or older, more than welcome to come and join the game. Just go and look up on our website, League of Heroes. Um, and we have a session every couple of weeks where you build together with other deaf kids around Australia. And that's a great way of just, if you don't want to be seen, you can just be a League of Heroes. Uh, so that's what we do. And the most important thing is, I think the key word is, um, Ask yourself this question. If, if you don't feel you want to go to here for you, we get it. A lot of our mentors, we, we get it. We, we feel like you've got it all. But I just say you should give it, just have a look, have a go. Um, you might like it. If 
if you don't, fine. But if you like it, you won't regret it. That's all we can say. Fantastic. Thank you so much for your time, Dave. We really appreciate it. Thank you very much, Trudy. Thank you to David for talking with us today. If you would like to know more about Here For You, please visit their website, hereforyou.com.au.